Hello and welcome to another episode of Onside Punt. My name is Cad and as always I'm joined by Homie. Hey Cad. This week we've got a wrap up and recap of the final week of the preseason, meaning it's cutting season on the teams. The players already not named starters are looking for their place on the roster, otherwise they're banished to the training squad. We've got a big trade to discuss and some other headlines. Homie, it's finally over. Preseason oh. is done. How do you feel? Yeah, I'm glad. I am, <laughs> I am done. I am Relieved. done, Kat. Uh The fights have been fun. The drama's been fun, but I'm, I'm ready for some skin in the game. I need some, I need some, I need something of a line. Like I need some real action. So. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm exhausted. Honestly, like yeah. even watching yeah. on the weekend, it was just like, all right, fun to see some starters, which we're going to dig into later. But it was just like, can this actually mean something soon? Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> can more than the first five minutes and the last five minutes mean something to us, please? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's been fun, but I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. I I've watched more preseason than I ever thought I would. And it's mainly because of this show. And I've learned a ton more. God, we know so many more players that we didn't know three weeks ago. Um, but yeah, just just put it to rest. But we can't because we're going to talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got a reference. Of the, hold on a bit. It's actually yeah. all right. We've got some yeah. content. Yeah, yeah, we've, no, got content. Good. yeah <laughs> we've got content. We've got content. It's good. It's good. I will probably get onto a bit of housekeeping, should we can. Got a little yes. bit of an bit of an announcement uh we will be taking a hiatus a short break uh as as cad enjoys his beautiful honeymoon uh with a new wife so a new wife ex- <laughs> well, like, it's not an old wife is it yeah it's technically not an old wife it just uh, yeah. sounds like it's i've moved it, on uh, yes. to my previous <laughs> wife <laughs> I've got my new it's wife. his first and his last wife <laughs> yes <laughs> so we will be we're taking a reg, uh, we'll take a break from regular broadcast and we'll return around six uh week six of the regular yeah, season we should without, be back yeah to to preview the week six for you it is unfortunate timing and i don't think we thought we'd be where we're at with the pod and have so many um lovely people listening to it so it, it, it actually it's like a bit of a shadow on the honeymoon so I to, to join <laughs> no, me here. no not a shadow but we do appreciate everyone listening so far so please hold on while we do take a little break but we've got something there haven't we cat yeah we've got something different for you guys uh in the background between these episodes homie and i have been having uh onside punts offside chats offside chat beautiful <laughs> a little bit more relaxed a little bit a little bit more detailed on some on some topics of the NFL, just to just to keep you in in the know while you're away. While we're yeah, away, it's definitely a, you know kick back, put your feet up, get a cup or a, or a nice crisp drink, and and settle in. It's it'll be unfiltered, a bit more unedited, and just Holmy and I kind of messing around on some of our favorite topics around the league to keep your ears occupied until we uh till we come back. Have I said previously in a few episodes, or we'll just have a nap too? So you know. <laughs> Enjoy the nap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In the meantime, though, we will still be posting a lot of content onto our Instagram page at Onside Punt. Um, I'm hoping, homie, we can somehow record a a video call (laughs) just for some. Yes, we will. We'll we'll be in touch. I'm sure we will be. We can we can align the we can align the time zones for sure. So. Um, so yeah, keep up with that, and uh, obviously keep your eyes on the games. In our absence, we'll be back to get stuck into it 
we'll have at least two thirds of the season to go plus playoffs, yeah. plus the Super Bowl when we get back. So stick around. We'll be right back with you. But before we go on our little break, we've got a, a very exciting two episodes next week, homie. Yes, Kat. We've got week one launch. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a, it's the largest tailgate party <laughs> yeah. of all time. <laughs> so we're going to be splitting it up into two episodes just because there's a lot of content to go through. And this is, and also you'll need this for your tipping comp. So we're going to break it down. We're going to run you through it. We're going to let you know where everyone's at. All that detail will be coming through to you. So you are prime and ready for the season ahead. Good reminder there as well, homie. So anyone who has not joined our tipping comp yet, we are running the Onside Punt inaugural tipping comp this year. Grand prize for the winner will be a jersey from their team and player of their choice from the NFL store, or at least it'll be an official NFL jersey wherever we buy it from. Um, hopefully, hopefully, you know, maybe we get to buy ourselves it because we will be competing. Uh, I know we've got, I think, at least 15 people in there already. We'd love some more. So if you're keen... If you want a bit of fun to get in with the community, join us. Link is in the bio and the password is onside punt pod. That is all one word, onside punt pod. So let's dive into the headlines of the NFL this week, Cad. And starting off with Sam Darnold, uh, Sam Friend QB quarterback he's been named as the number two starting quarterback which is strange a strange a, way to announce it's a weird it. announcement because it yeah. means something else it doesn't mean the headline no one cares nah. that sam Darnold's listed number two they've tricked what does us. it actually mean they've tricked us it basically means brock purdy is number one so and it's got a roll-on effect so that also means that there's someone who's number three trey lance so yes so trey lance this is probably I think Brock Purdy being the starter, everyone kind of got the idea that that was going to be happening a couple of weeks ago or maybe one or two weeks ago when uh, we saw Trey play at least two games in the preseason. <laughs> so what it's ultimately met, met with is that Trey Lance has now been traded to the Cowboys. So fair bit to unpack here, but let's start with the 49ers side. Within 48 hours of Sam Darnold being named the second, Trey was on his way to the Cowboys. Which was a surprise overall, too. That was not the club people thought he was landing at, too. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, even that he would go to a club or just wouldn't be the second. Like, I remember last week we talked about this in our episode where, I don't know, I put in a bit of a plea that they would do this mm. um, because it's very player-focused, which is great. Like, it is a huge upside for Trey on this one, less upside for the Cowboys, yeah. I would say. Coach said it was time for him to move on. Time for the team to move on, which I'm sure they're just sick of this narrative. Yeah, it had to happen. But what I found interesting in this one is they reported that they'd had trade proposals before they'd done this, before they even come to the decision to trade him. Mm. But by making Sam Darnold the second pick before trading him, they actually devalued Trey Lance's trade value. Yeah, that was a weird thing when I was... Like, obviously the announcement was Sam Darnold number two. And it was mm. like, I, I know I shared it with you, I'm like, this is weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what's, but I guess it, I guess it tells everyone the move, right? It just tells them without them having to own the move. Like, it's technically, yeah. it doesn't become the headline for, you know, yeah. an hour. Yeah. <laughs> until it people was figure very, it out. I reckon Sam Darnold's ever had so much coverage in his life thinking, oh, oh I'm number two. How good is this? But yeah, it was, it, it was quick. It was fast. Yep. It's good. The it's wheels gone. got moving and I think everyone's better for it. 
for sure. So like onto the cowboy side, mm. I guess the question is, what does this mean for Dak? If there has to be a question asked there now, Dak isn't loved by Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys. Dak isn't loved by Cowboy fans. In comments we've said earlier, Cowboys fans don't love themselves. The media <laughs> asked him, they asked Dak if it was a shock about Trey Lance being signed. And he goes, look, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. And they're like, oh, didn't you know about this? And he said, no. And they said, did, they, did you expect them to call you? No, definitely no. not. And he, he just, I don't know if he just looked pissed really in the video. I know Dak's probably not feeling in love, but I wouldn't be too worried if Trey Lance was my backup. <laughs> like I'd probably, I'd feel a little bit, of, I'd feel a little bit of confidence walking around the change rooms a bit. It's like, yeah, guys, are stuck with me now. Yeah. You're stuck with me. Maybe for his benefit, they need to roll Trey out in the first game. It's risky. It could work yeah. out for Trey, but you know, it'd make a. Cowboys you just fans don't know what Dak. the cowboy for, cowboys are going to do. You just don't know. You must they be might, they might launch on to Trey and be like, there might be this push saying, put him on the field now. Like, mm. we want to get rid of Dak, give us something new. Which would be ill-advised. Yeah, not good. Moving on, Kyler Murray will start the season on the PUP, PUP list, which I believe means player unable to participate. Yeah, it does. Yep. <laughs> so in that, they have released... Colt McCoy, which was an interesting move, their backup quarterback. Yes. And acquired Joshua Dobbs. I think Dobbs is going to play. I think, what do you reckon? You think he's going to be starter? Well, the coaches have said they haven't announced their starter and they won't until game day, yeah. which is an interesting call because they think it gives them a competitive advantage against the commanders. <laughs> um, just withholding information. Um, look, I like Dobbs. I think you and I both commented on him when we saw him play last season and step yep. up for the Titans. I'm not sure who's going to start. Really not sure where they're at because not a narrative we've been tracking knowing that there's a new, I guess, QB competition that sprung up after preseason week three. I think this is our only QB question to answer. Wouldn't it? Like this is the last of them now. Most of the others have been answered by now. Mm-hmm. But it, you sort of were just awaiting news on Kyler, and I think they're maybe starting to tell us the news without telling us. Uh, yep. I'm not sure he's coming back. Might not be for a long time. And starting on the pup list, yeah, he's giving not, that giving that indication. It's not on injury reserve. He is completely – pup list basically means he's not even training. We have got a few that we predicted last week as well. Uh, well done, Cat. That's on you. Baker Thank Mayfield you. has been <laughs> – has been announced as the starter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I read the tea leaves. You did good. Called it. You did real good. <laughs> I was very, oh, it was very well done to you. It did make me have a look closer at the Buccaneers because we got to see them last weekend again play Baker and Trask, which we'll discuss in a little bit. And we also got confirmation. So the Texans announced number two overall pick CJ Stroud will be their starter week one. I think when Anthony Richardson got named starter, we said the same thing. Not really a surprise that CJ's going to be taking it off for the Texans. Be a bit of a bummer if he was the only rookie QB not to. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So heading into contract news. So one has come off the hold-off list. Oh, yes. Oh, hold-out list, sorry, that is. So Josh Jacobs running back for the Raiders. He signed a one-year rework deal of $12 million guaranteed. He did it. It's did over. It. He's come mm. back. I'm I'm very grateful. He's on one of the fantasy teams. <laughs> I've got, I was holding my breath a little bit there, um, just, but I just did personally expect. Yeah, just personally, yeah, it's just great personally. News. Yeah, yeah. But not I, personally, it's excellent news for the Raiders. Um, 
look, they, there's no reason they shouldn't be paying this man. He's carrying this team. And with Jimmy Garoppolo, likely an injury risk, uh, you need someone there to take the snaps and pressure off the quarterback. Uh, he's got rid of the franchise tag here. So that means he's a free agent at the end of this year. Look out. This season, will, he'll, he'll blow this season up. Knowing oh, that he's yeah. out of contract. He's on, the, he's on the, the market year. at the end of the you, year. Yeah, you watch it. He'll break some all-time records here. He's, <laughs> you watch him. He's coming. I like this. I like, I'm very excited yeah. for Josh. That's awesome. So that leaves two left on the holdout list, Cad. Yeah, Chris Jones. Big, bold yeah. claim from him, as we talked about <laughs> last time. He's been holding out for a while, and he's got, you know, I think a couple hundred thousand dollars in fees for him holding yeah. out and not going to training. What's he recently said? He ain't scared. He said he, he's going to go to week eight. So he's going to hold out to week eight. So look out there. And, it, and that's a, that, that'll be a bit of trouble for the Chiefs too. Like if he doesn't come, they need him. He's pretty valuable to them. So they've also got Nick Bosa holding out. So I'll wrap them up together. They're both holding out because they think they're the best in their position. They want the money to show that. So Interesting. That's, the, that's the story that's floating. Why the holdout's happening? Because they think they're the best. Pay me the best. They've seen a lot of contracts come through and they're going to hold out till they get theirs. And I expect they will. It'd just be so interesting as a team dynamic because like you'd be out there training every day. Like I'm assuming Chris Jones is such a leader on the defense for the Chiefs and your leader's not there. And as a coach, you want that guy in there training. You'd be disappointed as a rookie too. You come in and be like, hell yeah, I'm going to learn from the best. And he's like, no. You're not going to see me till week eight. <laughs> or, or maybe you're the third string just saying, yes, yeah, stay away. <laughs> I'll keep the, it keeps me on the list. So there's a couple of little, there'll be a few, a few hoping a few different things play out. But yeah, let's see. Week eight. Week eight. That's At this rate, we'll be, we'll be back before Chris is. Oh, that's a great point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Who will happen. last longer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who will stay away longer? Cad or Chris Jones? Let's see. Let's you're see. It's tempting. It's tempting. In terms of injuries, we've really... I just wanted to note this one. So, Buck Center, Ryan Jensen. So, you probably haven't heard of that name. He was a big part of the Tom Brady era at the Bucks. It's been reported that he he's not coming back. He's got a knee issue and he's not coming back for 2023. This is this means he's been out of action for almost two years and it's probably going to end, end his career. Just sort of mention a little Ryan Jensen story there just because this might be his last mention. That's disappointing um, for Ryan, especially with the establishment of the, the Ranger Club coming through. Yeah, yeah. He was looking like a walk-up starter to my Ranger Club and unfortunately he may be the first retiree of the Ranger Club. So... <laughs> <laughs> Retire the jersey on me. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll save the number. It's no. Before we get to the deadlines that we definitely need to talk to with the listeners, I wanted to bring up a bit of a, I don't know, interesting, I would say quite funny and strange news that has come across this week, Holmes. What have you got for me? So Ryan Clark, who I think is ex-cornerback, he's on NFL Live I'm a big fan of him as a as a journo. He's come out on NFL Live and he effectively called Tua Tungavailoa a fat stripper Whoa. on national television. Whoa! <laughs> now Ryan likes a rant, but he's not controversial. He's not one of those shot jocks. <laughs> this is a full quote. Let me tell you what he wasn't doing. He being Tua. He wasn't in the gym. I'll bet you that. He was not at the dinner table eating what the nutritionist had advised. He looks happy. He's thick. And he's built like the girls working at Onyx right now, which is a oh. is a strip club. <laughs> oh, notable there. Jeez. So I, like, I don't know. He oh. was joking, but super unnecessary comment. And I'm surprised he didn't get more flame about the stripper part of it. 
than just well, the general body shaming on tour. Yeah, well, it speaks a bit to Ryan Clark's weekend uh, activities, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> like, I think that's a bit more of a, a bit more of a reflection of Ryan thinking, mate. Like, you could have come up with a few different uh, analogies there. <laughs> <laughs> it's stepping me back. It's stepping me back to when old um, Jets Quinn and Williams, uh, Mark Evans, called him. Caught him fat. And he was like, "I've lost weight over the preseason." Like, uh, <laughs> you're making me yeah. self conscious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. Um, two is probably thinking. Oh, I've really worked this preseason. How dare you? Oh. Yeah. Well, I I thought you know he'd beefed up, and I thought he'd hit the gym because hopefully he's putting on some size to protect him from. Yeah, I was like, is he put? He's putting on concussions. He's yeah. actually his neck does look better. Like he's he looks better around the neck. So I was hoping the same. He, he came out, responded to Ryan's comments. He said, you know, he couldn't, just didn't look like a lovelier guy in, in the chat about it. He just kind of was laughed and looked a bit confused and was trying to figure out what to say. He goes, it's a little weird. I come from a Samoan family. Respect is everything. We're tough-minded people, but if we need to get scrappy, we can get scrappy. Uh, I would appreciate it if you kept my name out of your mouth. Oh, Also with a big smile on his face, but yeah. That line is getting a run around, isn't it? Oh, it that is. is. It is. If you get, if you're unsure what to say, just roll out that. I reckon that's a sentence. Yeah, he's like, "Can we just talk about how good I'm looking?" Not. Yeah. <laughs> he should have just flexed to the cameras. That would have made my yeah, day. Yeah, like, or ripped his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> is this what you're looking for? <laughs> is this what you want? <laughs> Too good. All right. Too Before good. we ramp up the news, homie. We're getting to the end of the preseason. There are some important deadlines, important dates coming up that um, everyone should keep in mind. So the deadline Cad's referring to is Tuesday. This is American, 29th of August, 4 p.m. So as you're waking up today or listening to this episode, teams are currently cutting their list down to 53 players. So this is from 90. So 16 of those players will be on the practice team. It isn't their final list but the rest will be a part of that final list. So mm. there's still trade to happen, but but it's a big... You're looking at like 50%. Well, you know, like that's a big exaggeration, but to give it's it a, some It's context, a big cut. Yeah, yeah I'll, give, I'll give it some context. So this means tomorrow, <laughs> 1,184 players will be looking for work. Wow. That's crazy, that's, right? Yeah, like I know it's a lot of people, but putting it in that perspective is is really good. Yeah, and I also want to explain as well, so for people that watch NRL and AFL, there's no reserve grade. So you don't go play a semi-professional. There is a couple of other leagues. Uh, USFL, is that the one? There's the USFL, there's the XFL, and then the Canadian Football Leagues, but CFL would be really hard to get into. XFL Mm. and USFL, not many teams, small rosters. Yep. If you're a young player, you're pretty much hitting training again, hoping you get signed to a training squad by a team and yep. working your way up again for next year's selection. Yeah. So it's 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 probably the it's what's encapsulated me this weekend is this story of like understanding that even the commentators, you can feel them a bit like so like you can feel them going into the storylines for those individuals saying, This kid may never put on a jersey again or mm. that's this just is their crazy. last shot. They've, yeah, this, they've worked out for four or five years. And yeah, they but they may it. never play again. They might come back and try out again, but may yeah. never play the game again. What a, It's a hard system to get around, your head around, but that's tomorrow. So a lot of, a lot of nervous sleeping, a lot of, a lot of nervous waiting. Yeah, and, for sure. And a lot of news for us to cover as well. So. 
We'll keep you all up to date with that. Now, let's get into the final week of the preseason. All right, the final week of the preseason. As we said, we can nearly close the book on it. But what was exciting was we got to see a bunch of starters take to the field, give us that little taste, that little morsel, homie, Mm. of what we get to see. Some of them I felt were just a parade to get the fans excited. Yes, 100%. (laughs) The Queen was waving. It was all the King, whichever way you look at it. Oh, the hand was out the window. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, we saw limited reps um, from most of the starters, but what we thought we'd do today, we're going to start off focusing on who is on the number one spot in the rosters, how they played, and then we're going to get into what else we saw in the season a little bit later. So I'll kick us off on Saturday. We have got the Bills at Bears. Uh, so we had Josh Allen. So Josh Allen, obviously starting quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. Exciting times. Not, not Kyle Allen. It's Josh nah, Allen. Not Ky- Josh Allen. It's the real deal now. He was he was up and about, Cad. Uh, good rhythm. Looked good. Good connections. Really liked it. And he also, the running game was back, Cad. The running game was back for yeah. Josh Allen. Yeah, he didn't look like a, a chicken with his head cut off. He was actually all right. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually had some purpose this week. So uh, really good signs there for the Bills. I think they're building. Uh, they look to have that rhythm. Uh, there's one there for you. Jumping over to Steelers versus Falcons. Now, without even recognizing the score, the Steelers were the clear winners against the Falcons on Friday. The offense showed out. Kenny Pickett, amazing throwing further reinforcing like our interest in this QB and in this team. Um, now, the Falcons didn't have a great showing, didn't put many starters on at all. But I will say Woodside, the third string uh, for the Falcons, did catch my eye. I didn't notice him last week, but he kept pulling off these kind of ridiculous passes. N- nothing that a coach would ever want you to do. Like, he's always completely to the ground when he decides to throw the ball. <laughs> but, you know, it would go 20 yards. No and textbook. It, it not textbook this one. No, not at all. Um, but I did find a quote, Hobby. Well, I did hear a quote that I wanted to read to you about Woodside, the Falcons QB. Great pass by Woodside. He throws it inside with the defender on the outside. Next pass. Woodside passes to Whiteside on the outside. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'd love to see you get through that. Oh, yeah, I was just about to say, give me a go. And I was like, I can't. I, I couldn't. Do it. I was like, I'll do it. <laughs> Woodside the outside into it. Oh, no, I can't even do it. I can't get past Woodside. That's crazy. Okay, it's a, so it was he, a fun one. Yep, so let's hope he does not play another game. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. That's a good one, Kurt. That's a good one. Continue on on Friday, we saw the Colts at the Eagles. Uh, obviously, we saw a few starters here. Anthony Richardson lined up again for the Colts. Had a good game, quite impressive. Yeah, certainly. I think a lot of people are, are saying that you know this is the best we've seen him play. Um, I saw a, you know a few shaky things from him. Um, not comfortable exactly yet. A couple of fumbles with the snap that were recovered, um, but you know the legs were looking good. He was running around. Really enjoyed that. Uh, I will say also that Gardner Minshew looked particularly good. Uh, yep. The backup for the Colts. I like yep. Gardner a lot. Great. Quick, accurate, he was deliberate and um, had a really dominant first series as well. Yeah, success is coming, but I, I do question, like without Jonathan Taylor, it makes it a bit more complicated. Like that, without that threat, you would think it. they need to do something there to balance out now. 
Yeah, exactly. They can't just rely on Anthony's footwork every single time, especially when he's trying to hone his passing game. I don't know what they're doing there. I'm confused. You know, are they, yeah. is, there a, is there another running back option? Are they just expecting him to return with no contract and hope? You would assume so. You would assume they they, they think he's coming back because they have not made any other notable moves at mm. this time. Oh, I guess they're just before well, they maybe waiting to see who's left on the table after the cutting the cutting hour. That's true. That's very true. Moving over to Chargers at 49ers. Now, we saw the 49ers lead out their starters with Brock Purdy at quarterback, the official named QB1 <laughs> now. Now, they got the offense moving very easily. Lots of great passes. Purdy looked good. Just giving everyone that little bit of uh, you know sugar on their cereal. They're all happy with that one. Uh, Fred Warner opened it up for the 49ers defense with a huge sack against the Chargers QB. Um, great to see Fred out there again, yep. dominant yep. as always. I think, you know, celebrating a bit too much for the preseason. Yeah. Maybe that's a note of mine across the board for anyone really <laughs> cheering. Unless it's your first touchdown. That's an early takeaway. An early takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, yeah, nothing really to be said for the Chargers. No starters were played. Nah. Pretty average, pretty boring. Let's quickly move on to the most hyped game of the round. Jets. The most hyped team of the year. <laughs> oh. Jets at Giants or Giants at Jets, whichever way. You, Technically in a way game for the Jets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe in New just, York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it must have, it would have turned out a crowd. It did look pretty big actually. So we saw the start of Aaron Rodgers at the Jets and it looked I, impressive. Yeah. He was, he was the queen or king waving that I had in mind oh. when we were talking about it. Oh. As we've said, the man technically doesn't need another practice or warm-up in the NFL. Yeah. But they put him on display. Obviously, it's what the Jets fans want. It's what all of us want to critique it. Uh, did you see anything interesting there, Holmes? Well, it was the connection between him and Garrett Wilson. Obviously, mm. that that's what everyone's looking at. That looks dangerous. That touchdown pass at the end of the series, he drops it over the back shoulder of him, late hands by Wilson which, you know, was great in you know, tricking the defender. It just looked, I don't know, it, the ball looked like it had finesse. Like, yeah, it looked really good. Garrett Wilson could, he's growth. Like, oh, I'm scared of these growth under Rogers. <laughs> like, like that's, a, that's the hype. Like, that one is, that could go anywhere, that. He looks like an absolute superstar. Are you tipping him for, you know, the next Jamar Chase? Nah, I'm not going to put the pressure on him. <laughs> I'll just watch. I'll just watch. He could do anything, though. He could blow up. He could absolutely blow up. How did the Giants respond to uh, the new king of New York? Oh, this is my... So the New York Giants have blitzed him five times. So <laughs> so they've come up with a different character here. Uh, obviously, uh, for those, blitzing means they rush the quarterback. So yeah, everyone, they're trying to put him on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've done that five times, which is uncharacteristic uh, of a preseason <laughs> game. So they're obviously testing... Testing to see how they can get to it. So I'd enjoy that a lot. The matchup I loved the most was Jalen Hyatt versus Sauce Gardner. Mm. And I just think this could be around for years to come. So that was... <laughs> Sauce got the chocolates, but I think, uh, you know, it's a long season. Jumping on now to Sunday's game, or Ravens at Bucks. Now, the Bucks starting offense took to the field with their new named quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Showed off his connections with uh, Chris Godwin, a wide receiver, finishing the series with a touchdown. Now, I've got to say, it wasn't an extremely difficult pass. 
but it looked quite excellent from Baker. Um, really clean, quick decision-making. Um, I'm hoping that their offensive line can give them the same amount of time that they did in that game when they get to the regular season. I did want to mention, though, as I alluded to earlier, I know he's not a starter anymore, and that debate is technically closed. But Kyle Trask's first series looked, I would say, on par, if not better, than Baker's. Yeah, it was... I thought it was strange that they announced this so early. I, I would have, I could have, I think this could have gone another week. This competition oh, you, you were, the two. So yeah. did you say uh, you were leaning Trask way or? I wasn't, I, I know I pressured you with that question last week, but <laughs> I, I I probably just wanted to keep the dream alive a little, a week, a week longer. Cause it's like, <laughs> I know they have to start, but he must be pressing. He must be pressing hard. Yeah, and I think he came out with a vengeance to prove that, you know, he's yeah. more than a, a number two. Great passes, some really fun plays, um, and a touchdown to David Wells, their tight end, who was really getting involved in the passing game quite early for the Bucks. So that was exciting. Didn't see any starters for the Ravens, though. So that'll probably leave us with one left for the starters. So we had on Sunday as well, Dolphins at Jags. Mate, this was a grand matchup, and I mm. guess the, the battle for Florida... Um, Jags and Dolphins both had their starting offenses. Dolphins opened up well, besides a few, you know, misplays, uh, including a high snap that saw the ball fly over to his head. It <laughs> resulted in a, a second and 35, <laughs> which is not what you really want to see. Um, now, Tua didn't get much of an opportunity early to prove his form before going into the regular season. We did, however, get solid insight into Trevor Lawrence and the Jags offense. And that is what really stood out to me. Um, Lawrence played well. Yeah. Uh, I want to mention again that difference between being quick and rushed. He's yep. just so efficient to Calvin Ridley, uh, Luke Ridley. Farrell, their tight mm. end. Um, and, you know, great showing of the running back room, that balance between Tank Bixby and Travis Etienne. Yeah. I thought I thought they put the most rounded performance out there of the weekend. You sort of, I, I agree. You saw the elements that they're going to produce and it looks like they've got a good balance of youth and older. That kind of balance between Tank Bigsby and, and ATN, I think is, it's yeah. my favorite thing in the running back game because Tank, you know, just like his name, he's oh. a power running back. He's bowling through people, trucking them down where ATN, a bit more finesse with the footwork, and quicker to move, and I think that's going to be a really fun, really fun combination for us to watch as as lovers of the running back room. Yeah, perfect balance. What a great place to sit in behind. I did, I did have some bad news for. Oh, I was like, tank. I was like, oh, no, something was happening. What do you got coming for me? What do you got coming for? I don't like so, this. You've set me up no, again, haven't you? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, unfortunately for Tank, though, his display and uh, their run of nearly every weapon that they had in the Jags. Ended with Tank fumbling the ball in the end zone oh, when yes. going to score a touchdown. Yes. And <laughs> the way that it happened gave me flashbacks to my, um, I think, under nines rugby career. <laughs> <laughs> trauma. Trauma's kicked You can picture a, a, essentially a stick figure with eyes um, trying to play rugby. Uh, <laughs> that was me and I was a forward. I'd rarely ever get the ball. And I remember I was about two meters from the try line for my very first try that I would have scored. Oh. And I was reaching out and then I just got absolutely winded, ball popped down and I oh, laid no. on the floor while they took it down the other end. Oh, oh no. The yep, heartbreak. So, 
Yeah, I uh, can relate to Tank. At least mine was only in front of you know my family <laughs> instead of it's not recorded the for the rest of life. Maybe you send him <laughs> yeah. a te- maybe send him a text that just could give him condolences. You know, hey mate, you I know how you feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, Cad, before we close the book on this 2023 preseason, we'll finish it. Let's finish it a little bit different. Let's do a heroes and zeros. So we'll just bounce around. You give me a hero, I'll give you a zero. You give me a zero, I'll give you a hero. And we'll see where we land. So who have you got? Who caught your eye? Who caught your eye? Who caught my eye? Well, I did allude to it earlier. I'm going to start with my first hero was Kenny Pickett. Fair choice. Choice. Amazing passing. Uh, I just couldn't get over how in rhythm he looks and I, I believe how underrated he is um, and just completely embarrassed, I think, the Falcons' defense with his passing. Have you ordered that jersey yet? I'm I'm so close Ooh, to ordering look, a picket yeah, jersey. And yeah. please note that all as, as a huge call because I've never even thought about buying yeah. anyone else's but Justin Herbert's. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. That, that was That's a good one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick off with my... It's a cluster of heroes here, actually, Cad. So it's a the, cluster of heroes. Yeah, yeah. I've combined a few just because I because I can. Greedy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's the it's the rookie quarterbacks of this of this season. I know there's more than Aww. just these three, but it's this. I've, I've enjoyed them, and they had a great last game as well. So I'm talking about Anthony Richardson. Looks like a super player, and also I'll add on the their personalities are unbelievable. Listen to their mm. press conferences. What they're great young men. Bryce Young had his best game yet for the Panthers. Got a TD. Got his first mm, touchdown. There you go. Great. Yep. So he'll line up. He'll line up at um, start of the season with a bit of confidence. And obviously CJ on um, on Monday he had his best game as the overall number two pick for the Texans. So there's a there's my heroes. Get them on. Get on board. Watch them because it's about to get real. Also. <laughs> All right. Say so let's pretend it's like the start of Pokemon. Yeah. You've got to pick one of the three to go on your NFL journey with? Who are you oh, picking? I'm actually, like, I've ebbed and flowed, but I'm sitting with Anthony Richardson at oh, the moment from okay. the Colts. I, I just think he's, one, he's a monster, like, in terms of size. So he's easy to see on the field. But <laughs> I, I think he's, I love his, I love his personality. I think he's just got this temperament you can't wave, or whatever that word is. Uh, <laughs> is it wave? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> waver. You can't waver, waver. Yeah, he's got a temper, but you can't waver. So he's my boy. I'm going to chuck out a great old zero to Bailey Zappi, who I like generally. So <laughs> Bailey Zappi, backup quarterback for the Patriots. There was one moment in particular caught my uh, caught my zero score. He was pressured in the pocket. He moves to avoid a sack running left, which I was like, okay, yeah, cool. He's on the move. And then he just turns around and runs right back into the defender who he'd avoided. That defender was just laying on the ground. He was out of play and he just ran back onto him. <laughs> it's a hard game, Kat. Yeah, I just, it resulted in a fumble and then a turnover on their 20-yard oh. line. So A bad day in NFL is bad, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. You just know where to hide. Oh, it's yeah. shocking. Yeah. That sucked for Bailey. I th- I'm sure Mac was smiling on the uh, on the sideline oh. when he saw that one. I'll I'll double down with the um, with the zeros here. Kate York from the Browns. So they had a chance to beat the Chiefs, did they? 
<laughs> nah. <laughs> no, these shocky boots. So he's he had the he had a chance to step up and kick the winning field goal. He oh, misses. No. They go down thirty-three to thirty-two, and he has not had a good preseason. So not had a good preseason. So it's tough that, for kickers. Like even oh. missing one kick in the preseason could could really spell the end of your starting opportunity. Yeah, uh, that that sucks. It's a big yeah. old zero to to wrap up your season. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my heroes. I do have a few on this game, but I want to say my hero, Stephen Gilmore, the safety for the Lions. We mentioned him last week, brother of Stephon Gilmore. Stunning interception to Mm. run it in for a touchdown. He read the quarterback and the defender so well. Can't do much else to secure his roster spot. I'd say he's locked in. That was awesome. Fortunately, I'm going back to the negative train here. So it's zeros. <laughs> <laughs> I've just realized I've got a lot more zeros than heroes here, Kat. So you might have to balance me out towards I've got here. a lot of heroes. So I think, I think there's some optimism balance on this podcast. Yeah. I'll, I'll go into this one. It's a bit more lengthy. So I'll probably start with this one. Cardinals in general. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? I uh, I know we've we talked about it a bit earlier. You know they've they've acquired Joshua Dobbs. Murray's not playing, so Murray mm. didn't. He he didn't even come out for the wave. You know, like he did. He was standing <laughs> there, but he didn't look very happy. Like, there's but, no way he's leaving that PlayStation controller. <laughs> yeah, but they've also they've traded Isaiah Simmons to the Giants uh, for a seventh round draft pick. For context here, uh, Isaiah is a, was the number eight overall selection in 2020, and. So good on the Giants. You've got you've bolstered your defense, but are the Cardinals tanking in preseason? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this train moving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. What do you reckon? I don't know. I think we, you know, we talked about this. I remember it just, like just came back to me from our recap podcast mm. when we were talking about the Cardinals, and we did mention them tanking really, really early last season. But I think you made the point at the time. You can't consistently tank if you're going to do nothing with the benefits. From yeah, it. that's it. Like they they're getting the draft picks and they're doing and nothing, just throwing them away. And they're giving them <laughs> giving them for a dime on the dollar. Like it's just <laughs> so anyway. Cardinals collectively zero. I think that's going to be the number of Cardinals fans we have if they listen to a couple of episodes. <laughs> they know what they're looking at. I would have put out another hero to a group of people, and that was the Titans' defense against the Patriots. Didn't let them get an inch. The Titans' defense was dominant, and I believe ended up to a shutout, meaning no score was made by the Pats. That might be wrong. I'd have had seven, but let's go with let's go with zero. <laughs> It's close enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I really yeah. thought the Titans defense played incredibly well, which was a big rise. I don't show I don't know how many starters were on. It was a big rise from last week. Are we going back to your negative energy now, Holly? Yeah, I was like, oh, do I I gotta save my positive because I've only got one left. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna combine two quickly just because I think because I can wrap them up. But uh Tom Brady's comments to the Raiders when they were leaving the uh, change rooms. Did you catch this one? Ruin their night. Go ruin their night. Uh, I thought thought that was pretty funny. Oh, I got a a hero there. O'Connell. O'Connell. He's a hero. Uh, Okay. Aiden O'Connell. Yeah. Yeah. Very good one. Yeah. Happy with that. Yeah. And uh, because I'm greedy, I'll keep going. And (laughs) another collective here, the Rams. What are they? Zeros. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) They were woeful. But I'm going to individualize this to one person in Trey Tomlinson. So 
a super aggressive face mask tackle here, and he got a, got him expelled from the game. So, whoa, expelled for yeah. face mask. I, I, it must I, have been pretty pretty aggressive. What oh, it was. Do? Oh, so it was heading to the corner, grabbed the face mask, and pulled him down like a like a body slam. And it was so aggressive. Uh, I'll chuck it up <laughs> oh. on the socials if I can find it. Uh, mm. But I, I just, I do like that you get expelled. Like I just, it feels a bit that you have to leave. To yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that, that uh, does happen at away games. And uh, if they can't go back to the locker room, if they're ejected from the stadium, they have to go sit in the bus. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's, it's quite, pretty. That'd uh, be pretty demeaning on its own. Yeah. So Trey Tomlinson zero. I will end my uh, zeros with the charges. Oh, put, no. What? <laughs> some say he wouldn't do it. No. So I'm going to put my zero on Eastern Stick, the backup quarterback for the Chargers. You know, I was talking to Dad about this on the weekend. He raised the question, where is our backup? <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> yeah, very good point. When you do have a younger quarterback like Herbert, and now we generally don't get veteran quarterbacks behind them, um, Eastern Stick not giving the Chargers great hope. Seen a lot of time this preseason, and I've not seen much improvement or uh, production there. So, lift your game stick, please. Ooh, <laughs> we Ken need wa- you. Ken wants the backups ready. He wants them fired <laughs> and ready to go. Well, I'm gonna also let... don't get injured, Herbert. Just like just yeah, chuck that in yeah, there. Yeah, just yeah, stay I, healthy. I, I think we're si- we're sitting in the Bengals um, court here. Just mm. keep you, keep your starters out there. Keep your yeah, starters keep out. Starters out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna finish with my positive, just because I love the boy. Jake Bobo. Jake Bobo. Bobo. Another outstanding game. I really hopefully makes the roster. So. Seahawks fans are screaming for it. The hashtag more Bobo has uh, been going around uh, Seahawks kingdom. So Yeah. yeah. So he's my watch. So Bobo, get on the team. That's it. <laughs> you just enjoy saying the name, don't you? I do. I could Bobo. Bobo. Well, that's the end of the uh, preseason Finally closing the book on it for good. It's done. Lock it away. I don't want to see it again until next year where I'll be desperately excited, <laughs> ready to be tricked once more. Homie, uh, what were your key takeaways from the th- last three weeks? All right, Cad. The rookies reigned supreme. It was all mm-hmm. about the rookies. Defense brought the boom. They dominated. Yep. And every storyline lives to week one, Cad. Every storyline lives. That's it. So every prediction, every storyline. We're still alive and we'll keep rolling. But for a bit of fun, shall we jump into a game to finish off? I think we should. All right. I've got the game this week. It's for both of us to play. We're going to jump into a game we're calling Coaching Carousel. I've got a big wheel here. On the computer, it's not real. <laughs> I'm not putting in a noise effect. Oh. Every team of the league is on there. And to keep Holmy and I honest, we're going to see if we can name every head coach. Yeah, this is not, this is bad. So play along at home. We're only going to play a couple because I'm running out of time. Yeah. You ready, Holmy? I'm going to keep you off first. Yeah, let's go quick. I'm ready. I'll name them. <laughs> I've got this. I'm the best. <laughs> Everything's alive until I lose. <laughs> All right. Can you name me the coach of the Commanders, please? Oh, you're joking. Commanders. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh. Three, two, one. <laughs> nah, got nothing. Who was it? Ron Rivera. 
Oh, get out of it. Can you name his offensive coach for a, a save? Oh, yeah. We talked about him. Um, the guy that sounds like Eat. Uh, evil. Evil. It's uh, Eric the Enemy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eric the okay. Enemy. I've, I've spun the wheel and... You know, Dave, you just got to trust me here, but I've picked up the charges. Which oh, is get out of it. So I can tell you the head coach is Brandon Staley. If I didn't get that, I have right. no worth here. This uh, is like, spinning the wheel. It's a penalty shootout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still alive. Coach of the Bucks, homie. Okay. I got this. I got, I got this. I got this. I got this. No, I don't. No, I don't. For the listener who can't see homie right now, he's furiously Googling. I am Googling, but I'm still not even getting it right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Vabrail? Mike Vabrail, you mean? Vabrail? Yeah, Mike Vabrail. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Is he the coach of the Buccaneers? I don't I know. thought he was the coach of the Titans. <sighs> <laughs> he is. Damn it. <laughs> Come on, Ollie. We're going to get you an easy one. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Coach of the Lions. Oh, easy. Big man. Dan Let Campbell. There you go. Dan Campbell is correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the scores are tied, clearly. Next one to get it wrong is out. Uh-oh. Have you answered one? Yeah, I've answered a bunch. And all of yours. <laughs> ah. My next one up is the coach of the Giants. Oh, come on. Who is it then? Brian Davel. Ah, yes, good job. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't think you had that. I did. I did. <laughs> All right. Last two. Coach of the Titans. Did I say that before? I'm not helping you here. If you can't get this, mate, we're in dire trouble. Of the Titans. Titans, 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 Titans. The Titans. What's your short-term memory like, man? Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> Matt McFleur? No, it's Mike Rabel. <laughs> the guy we just mentioned <laughs> like 20 seconds ago. Uh, maybe we'll go back to... Uh, the takeaways. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrendous. <laughs> well, this game wasn't as a success as I hoped it would be. Oh, oh. Oh. Well, I don't know who won there, um, but we're going to go. I think we'll wrap it there, help me. Give me one more. Give me one more. We're going to have to come back and revisit this. When we go on hiatus, I want you to come back studied up. Yep. I'm coming back. Six <laughs> weeks I got. I got six weeks to get it sorted. I'm glad we're having a break now. It's going to take me a while to recover from this. Oh, give me Andy Reid, Sean Payton, Bill Belichick. I would have now then two seconds. Were just... 30, 32 coaches you got to have. Yeah, Mike McDaniels would have got him. Who else is there? Staley? I didn't even get Brandon Staley. I'm not sure if he'll be there by the time you're back, but... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Onside Punt. Remember, whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started on your NFL journey, we've got you covered. 
Remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at OnsidePunt. Cad, it's been great. Thank you as always. Thank you, my friend. And don't forget to stay outside now. Never will. Always outside. Never forget. Wait, that's something different. <laughs> <laughs>